It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cammie Carlisle. Hi, Ryan. Oh, you all, I am so excited for today. Well, it's Friday, but Lucy Chapman, the one and only Lucy Chapman, you have heard her voice forever. Omaha traffic reporter and DJ extraordinaire is in the house today. Lucy, how are you? First of all, I want to know, how how do I take second billing to Friday? (laughs) You're excited? (laughs) It's Friday. And Lucy's here. (laughs) By the way. I'm uh, very she glad was driving here. by. We said, "Hey, come we on just in. grabbed her, and it just happened to be Lucy Chapman." Now, I must, I must admit, Lucy and I are friends. We used to work together in the KFB, KFAB newsroom. I don't even know how long ago—ten years ago, more. Twelve. Oh gosh, twelve. Been, I've been married for ten. It was right after that that you, or right before that that oh, you left. Oh, that's right. But we worked together before that. We did. Yes, we did. Where we worked together at KGBI on the phone. Oh, oh, oh. oh my gosh, girl, you, you were going that? back. That's right. Wasn't that was 2003. I, I think I went by the name Gina Johnson. No, Brenda Brown. <laughs> girl, I don't know either. But anyways, Lucy and I go way back. We do go way back. And so I'm so excited that you're here. Now, before we get too far into just chatting about everything, okay. tell our listeners a little bit about your background, where you come from, and how the heck did you get to be at KFAB and KGR? Well, I'm still working out my background, so I will <laughs> let you know as soon as I get that written. Uh, no, um, <laughs> my background, born and bred in Omaha. So I've been here my whole life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking just before we... I I came in or when I came in that I used to work here in this in this area right for eight years I was working in this area and everything has changed so much but actually yep. uh, actually raised in this area as well I lived out uh, on in Northwest Omaha and went to Morton Junior High before you go any further I think Ryan just said that you have to go to the other microphone Yes, you've got to go. There you go. Look can at you, that. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can we you had hear me a now? tech failure, and I apologize, but now we can hear you clearly, Lucy. You're Yay. good. Yay. Oh, so you missed all my jokes. No, nope. man. What the heck? All right. So as I was saying, Lucy Chapman, your bio. Let's start again. Okay. Born here in Omaha. Lived here my whole life. My whole radio career has been in Omaha. Mm-hmm. And uh, just wanted to get... I wanted to be in radio when I was 11. Right. I knew. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of times... And my husband and I have had this conversation. It's very rare for anybody to know what they want to do. Of course, right. everybody wants to be a fireman or a policeman or a princess or whatever. What? A princess? That was an option? <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> no. Well, clearly you Here were we reading are. the same books I was reading. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, but... But you don't usually know, and it sticks with you. Now, I didn't do anything about it okay. until I was in my uh, late 20s mm-hmm. and got a chance to do something like that at uh, an, an a little AM station here in town, KCRO. Oh, yeah. True story. I worked here at Emanuel, uh-huh. and I came in to KCRO for two hours a night, and every 30 minutes, I flipped a tape. 
<laughs> that was the extent Those of my job. Those were the days. I got to do traffic, or I'm sorry, weather and a time check. Wow. While I was turning the And day. that was the start of your that radio career. That was the career. start of my career. Wow. And then the rest is history. Well, you know, like I said, I'm still writing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My history is not over yet. That's good. That's good because I think you have a lot to offer. I really oh, do. Thank you. Now, you are traffic reporter extraordinaire. You have wow. been on the air for so long. And I love listening to you. And sometimes I give you some tips. But yes, I love listening to you. So tell me about traffic and DJing. Now, we're on the air. You're using a microphone, but they're two radically different things. Do you like one better than the other? Be honest. That's like asking who your favorite child is. I know. I don't think I could answer that. Um, I think that there is a lot more freedom, obviously, in being on the air at KGOR every afternoon. Mm-hmm. And now I'm. they recently switched me to afternoon drive. So I think going from middays to afternoon drive, even that gave me a little bit more freedom to to kind of have some more fun sure. with the audience and, and talk about some more fun topics as people are driving. Right. So I do enjoy that. And traffic has its own rewards, shall we say. (laughs) It's, I get uh, this question a lot. Where do you get your traffic information? Yes, do tell. Wherever I can. Right, (laughs) right. Remember back in the day, we had planes and we had pencils and paper. Right. And And things have changed, haven't they? They have changed dramatically. So, and that's good and bad. Mm -hmm. So I still get a lot of my information for crashes from our Omaha police scanners. Right. And now Sarpy County is also doing some some more on the radio they weren't doing so much or my radio wasn't working so much which is highly possible yeah mm-hmm. and <laughs> and uh but the construction it's really difficult to put together especially in this season right there is no place you can drive right no. now mm-hmm. in omaha mm-hmm. without construction that is true and i think that the biggest frustration i have is first trying to find it all right but secondly when you're on the air, mm-hmm. you only have, and you know this, you only have a set amount of time where you can talk about right. what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so I occasionally will get somebody that's not happy because I'm not talking about the construction in their area. And right. I am very sympathetic to that. Mm-hmm. I really do understand it. And I want to try to get as much out as I can. It's not always possible, especially when we have days where... It's just crash after crash after crash. Right, exactly. And so when we have busy days like that, crash after crash, how do you prioritize? This is simple. You have to go with the the what road is going to see the most traffic. Obviously, that's going to be your interstates. Right. Once you go from that, then you have to go to, and I love this, your surface streets. Right. (laughs) Uh, and I think uh, you're the one that coined that. I think I did. Yeah. Which, what the heck does that even mean? Right? Uh, well, your city streets, your side streets, your... I get that question a lot. What's a surface street? Aren't they all surfaces? Don't they all have a surface? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> but your surface streets or your secondary roads right. are going to be, or your main thoroughfares. Yes. These are all these just these cliche right. throwout words. But you have to go to what's going to have the most impact on traffic. And what happens then when you only have a small amount of time mm-hmm. and you have a crash that has virtually shut down the interstate, yep. 
that's going to be in pretty much every report. Yeah. And everybody else around is well, hey. Hey, I'm in a wreck. I'm, I'm in a standstill. I'm 50 cars back from this traffic signal. What's going on? Right. I'm so glad that you're explaining this because that is the truth. You've got 30 seconds. You've got to give a sponsorship usually. Right. I mean, and that's why it's so important that people hear this behind the scenes. Like, we know the city has 5,000 accidents, but the one on I-80 has you backed up to Lincoln. So we're going to talk about that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good luck to everybody else. But yeah, football this weekend. <laughs> right. And you know, traffic, I always said too, if you're hearing my voice, it's probably not good news. Because more often than not, there is something to talk about. And if it's even just construction, like you said, it's everywhere. And it's always everywhere here. <laughs> and it's so annoying. And And you've done traffic. So let me ask you this. Do you remember when you were off and mm-hmm. you were driving around mm-hmm. and you thought, wh- where did this come from? And then you start getting mad. How come I didn't know about this? Oh, so we get it. Yes. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you quickly, before I retired from radio, I'm back. But before I retired, <laughs> I was coming down Dodge because I lived in Benson and I was coming down Dodge eastbound at about 76. And I thought, what are those cones over in the westbound lane? And I literally looked one second, turned my head back, and got in an accident. I caused a three-car pileup, girl. I probably talked about it. Oh, gosh, I hope you did. I was so embarrassed because one of the guys was like, hey, are you Cammy Carlisle? I'm like, maybe not. I'm like, oh, my God, I trashed your kid's car. Sorry. Excuse yeah. me, I got to call this in. Right? But you're right because you'd see things like, wait, when did those go up? Or you get roadwork things where they're supposed to be done <laughs> <laughs> like a week or two or a month ago, and it's not done. Wasn't there something just recent, too, like on Dodge? Today. Oh, okay, see. Well, today was 72nd and Harrison, oh, uh, which they've been doing some mm-hmm. stuff there. And I have still have not received any information about 72nd and Harrison. So I kind of have to rely on the listeners. Right. And I have the traffic tip line. and mm-hmm. But I also have, we're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And if it's something major, I'll put it on Facebook too, because right. not everybody's on Twitter. But I think we get a lot of of supplemental information out that way yeah. when it's that important. Mm-hmm. And I do get emails occasionally, people thanking me for saving them some time to to go around a crash. Right. Which those are so rare. And so I love them. I know, right? <laughs> Makes you feel like your people are listening. And that's yeah. great that yeah. they're, you're helping. Right. And they are. I really do believe that people are listening to traffic reports. And even if they're like listening to whatever, do people still listen to CDs and cars or is that just me? You know, the new cars don't have them. I know. What am I going to do? I'm not happy about it. I know. It's weird. But I do believe that people, even if they're like listening to an MP3, like, oh, there's a delay. Let me go find Lucy. You know what I mean? Like people People know where to find you, and you are of the utmost importance. Oh. And I don't know if you've ever gotten this, but have people ever said to you, you do traffic in Omaha, there's traffic in Omaha? And it's say, yeah, I've been doing it for decades, and we have the worst drivers. <laughs> oh, don't get me started <laughs> on the drivers. Right? I mean, people are just stunned by that. Like, there's no traffic in Omaha. I'm like, our And then they get here. Yeah. Our interstate system is a circle. Yes. <laughs> and and speaking of interstates, who designs some of this stuff every day without question that loop from 680 northbound to go westbound on uh, the Dodge Expressway? Who thought one lane was a good idea? Right. And remember <laughs> when they said the Dodge Expressway, this will alleviate all problems. Oh, have we had anybody drive off that thing yet? Not yet. But... Ugh. 
every time I I think about the the Dodge Expressway and if it's under it or if it's uh, if it's on top of the expressway, I always think of our good friend Trish. Yeah, she coined that phrase "upper and lower Dodge." That's and right. And I hear it. I hear it now. People are using That's it. That's right. Well, we she had to. We had to because that was just built. And like, what are we going to say? Where is it? Below or above? And that was always a problem too when people would call in the wreck and they're like, "Well, they didn't tell us." So you have to be careful sometimes, right? You do. About and how you say things. Absolutely. And also direction. And I and mm. I know that mm-hmm. people will call and they'll say, I'll ask them, is it westbound or eastbound? I don't know. And I'll say, okay. Is, <laughs> right. is Boys Town far ahead of you or is the river far ahead of you? <laughs> right. If you're heading towards the river, wherever you are in the city. Yes. If you're heading towards the river, you're heading east. Yep. If you're heading towards Boys Town, even if that's not where you're going. You're heading west. See, there you go, right? We have to help people along because they want to help us. But sometimes it's like, no, wait a minute. (laughs) We had reports (laughs) of this. I, you know, I really don't miss it. The the traffic, I will tell you, after 20 plus years for me, I feel like a lot of the death and destruction really takes a toll on you because we hear stuff on the scanners that we're not sharing. Correct. Like we know, you know, it's an injury accident, but we're not telling you what we know about the injuries or who was hurt. So it kind of takes a toll. Do you feel that way? I absolutely do. And I'm glad that you brought that up because there are some Twitter accounts Mm -hmm. that feel that it's perfectly fine to put out everything that they are hearing Mm -hmm. on the scanners. Mm -hmm. I am not... I am not going to say, well, you're wrong. Not at all. You do you. Do you mm-hmm. If that's what you feel like you need to do personally, if there is a crash, and I've had this conversation many times with people because they ask, why don't I say this? Right. If there is a crash involving a school bus, right. you will never hear me say that. Mm-hmm. It's not my job to tell you that if your kid's out on a school bus right now, right. that he could be in a crash. That's right. not my job. The police will handle that. Yep. I'm just trying to keep people away from that area so that if your kid is in that school bus, that the first responders are there as fast as they can be and that they are also kept safe. Exactly. Because here's what happens. If you do say school bus, your phone starts ringing like crazy. What's the bus number? What's the route? And that's also a reason why, as traffic reporters, we don't give make and model numbers of vehicles. Because if you do, we've heard other people do this, like a blue pickup just crashed into the ditch, your phone starts ringing. And it's like, no, no, no. The reason that that information is even put out there, Mm -hmm. that is put out there by 911 dispatch. And occasionally they'll put that on their Twitter accounts. Mm -hmm. That is not that is not intended for traffic reporters or for tweet people who tweet this stuff. That is so that the arriving ambulance or Mm -hmm. officers know exactly what they're going to find or what they're looking for right. the minute they get there. They don't have to say, well, they see a car that is slow or stopped. Mm-hmm. Is that the r- crash? Well, no, that's not a blue pickup. So that's right. not it. That information is not meant for the public. Right. And it's just going to start a whole big mess if you do that kind of thing. Because people are like, oh, my God, that's what my dad drives. You know what I mean? Yes. And even us behind the scenes a few times have heard, you know, descriptions like an elderly man is going the wrong way down Dodge. So I pick up the phone and say, Mom, where's your boyfriend? Because I'm just wondering. But we don't give that information over the air. Correct. So there is a there is definitely... How do I want to say? Uh, There's definitely a technique to traffic. I mean, it's a lot of thought, and it's spur of the moment. You cannot script it. Every day is different. And it's hard to train people, isn't it? Because I I haven't tried for a while, but yes. I feel like you got to be a little nutty. (laughs) 
Yes. I mean, seriously, you've got to. Yes. Yes. You've got to have your ear on the scanner. <laughs> you're watching the TV because you do TV too, right? No. That, oh, you don't. That ended a while back. Oh, darn. And uh, I'm not upset about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I know. I have a face for radio, right? Oh, come on now. Well, let's talk about DJing. So DJing is a lot more fun. You don't have death and destruction. You get to play all the hits and you get to give away things and people love KGR. I think that's true. I think they do from what I hear and and just looking at our numbers. And I, I think we're doing just fine. But it is a lot of fun. It is fun to to meet people while you're out. Mm-hmm. And I and I will admit this. I am terrible with names. Terrible, 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 terrible. So if I have met you and I don't remember your name, it is not a slight. I just, just tell me again. Yeah. And probably yeah. the second time I will remember. Yep. But it is so much fun to to meet and to talk with the listeners, and they give you feedback. Oh, and yeah, they do. if you're doing something they don't like, <laughs> right. they'll tell you that oh, too. Yes, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Constructive criticism is fantastic. Right, really lousy criticism, I'll take it. Right, and then I'm like, change the station, whatever. <laughs> You have a dial on your radio? That's right. You there can you pick go. another station. <laughs> so we have been doing this for a while. When you first started, seriously, was it Real to Real? Were you playing records? I mean, I'm old enough. I was Real to Real. At KCRO, my first day on the job, alone, mm-hmm. in the studio on a Saturday, first day, tape broke. Real to Real. Oh. And <laughs> I and what it did, it didn't just break fast. It went... Oh no! So it stretched and then broke, and then it snapped. Oh, so, so what a horror! Right. So I called on one of the other DJs. In the meantime, I throw. I think I threw a record on. It was because it was a show that was right. playing. Uh huh. But then we had dead air. So, and dead air means when there's Nothing's nothing happening. on. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard it. That's right. <laughs> Number one hit. <laughs> they might have heard that here earlier this week. Sorry, but yeah. And you know what's funny is that the last time I was over at Script Media and I was filling in on Channel 941, we go off the air there is nothing for me to put on yeah there's no cds there's no carts and i'm like i guess we're just do i sing what do i do (laughs) do i tell does your mic button work right because if it does turn it on tell us a story yeah and then like just hope the god that something comes back up it's very different because back in the day we had literally records we Mm -hmm. had carts we had reel to reel and the longer i've done this the more I don't know, technology, you know? Well, the technology has taken over so much. Mm-hmm. It has taken over some of the choice right. that, that you have to play stuff. Mm-hmm. But it is also, in a on a good note, it has also freed us up a little bit to be able to do other things. Right. Not leave the station and still be there at the board, but right. we can do other things. Right. Now, do we dare? I'm just going to say this. I don't oh boy. think there's many stations in town that have all live day parts anymore. I mean, that used to be, remember like Z92, I think was the station that was 24-7. Like they always had somebody there. And the longer this has gone on, I mean, the fact that you still have a live show is amazing and praise whoever for that. Because I feel like automation, automation, it's just we pipe in somebody else from another city. They do the morning show. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think you have to define a live station. Mm -hmm. A live station can mean a body in there. Right. One of your favorite DJs on the air doing live stuff. Mm -hmm. Certainly that's what we all think of when we hear live. But the other definition of live is that that might be somebody that's actually doing that show right then and there. Right. But they're just not in this city. Exactly. Uh, Cat 103, they have uh, live people in the studio in Omaha from 5 a.m. until... 
I want to say seven. Wow. So, so they have, I they think do. they do. And I think they're one of the stations that really has that, that local body in the station. Well, that's why they always win awards year they after do win year awards. after year. And plus, <laughs> Gina and Steve, come on. I love them. They're, they're so great. Yes. They're amazing. That whole, actually, you really work. I love iHeart. All those stations over there are the bomb, and I miss all of you so much. It's ridiculous. We miss you, too. Oh, my you gosh. You should come visit. I'm going to. Okay. I'm totally going to. But speaking of changes and stuff, so tell me, tell, I, what time does your day start? <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> yes, actually, almost. Uh, I usually, I have my alarm set to go off at one thirty. One thirty. Holy moly. And what time do you have to be on there? My first live stuff is at 5, about 5, 5.05. Wow. Okay, now I was just going to say this because Lucy always looks really good in the morning. I remember at KFAB and I would roll in with a baseball cap and everything else. They were all like, Lucy, you look so pretty and you have all nice clothes. What the heck? <laughs> Those were the single days. (laughs) We're not talking about those anymore. Oh, okay. That was uh, 50 pounds and... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so one thirty, And then what time is your day over? Uh, It can range any place, anywhere from 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It just kind of depends on the the things that, that I mentioned earlier. You have time to do other stuff. Right. Which is commercials and getting the, the websites updated. If you're going – if you go to any radio station, it doesn't even have to be ours. If you go to any radio station to their websites, mm-hmm. you see some great stories or you see some fun stuff. But the work behind that, yeah. that is a lot of work to That's get right. that done. So you've got to do websites. You mm-hmm. also do commercials, mm-hmm. meaning you voice them, you create them. Um, remotes? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What else? I mean, there's a lot of stuff people don't even think about that oh. we have to do to just – it's part of our jobs, right? Well, you know, I have to make the coffee. That's right. I still make the coffee here. So, yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> Sweep up a little bit when yep. I need to. Yep. Um, you know, really, it's just about being being open to do whatever is asked of you to right. do. It's, it's making sure that there are – we have promotions that does – all of the contesting mm-hmm. and we have a program director that does all of the programming but everybody's working right two and three jobs and yeah. I, I don't mean that literally but they're doing the work of two or three people right. I, in all industries oh yeah and so to be able to do those things you you kind of have to have a pretty good support team mm-hmm. and i i like to think that i i fill that role for them yeah or for anybody else somebody mm-hmm. who, who is on the air and maybe needs some extra assistance doing something so we're just the the job description just is never the same right you have the core yep but everything else is just okay i'll I'll do that yep jump in do it this has to be done i'll do it okay do it the key is don't learn too much right (laughs) and don't volunteer for too much either because otherwise you'll be there all day (laughs) they've been trying to get me to learn the the board on kfab and oh yeah i'm gonna come right back i'll (laughs) Right on that, you can teach me that. Just say no, Lucy. Exactly. So, KFAB, they still have a full newsroom? Yes. Okay, good. I to think about that. For okay, good. Oh, I just love working in that newsroom. It was so fun. It was the hub of everything. Right. I just loved it. So I'm glad that the full newsroom is there. Is there anything in radio you have not done yet that you would love to do? Oh, wow. Um, gosh, I... Any kind of format or anything? You know, I've started doing some podcasting and mm. in the beginning 
I really didn't like it. Yeah? I didn't. But as I'm doing more and more of it, and I'm, I think I'm getting a little bit better at it. Mm-hmm. And I, so I think it's just like anything. Sure. As soon as you get to know what you're doing, it right. makes it easier but also more fun. So I would think – I think I would like to go into some kind of, of an interview type format yeah. at some point. Yeah. And anybody that heard me fill in for Scott that day a few years ago, I hear you laughing. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Scott Voorhees. You know, one time I had to answer the phone for his show, and I was like, that is the only and every time I'm ever doing that because it was horrible. <laughs> Everybody kept yelling at me. I'm like, just one moment. Jeez, let me get you to him. <laughs> Yell it at me. But line three, take that call now. Right? <laughs> so what other big changes do you think may come down the pike for radio? I mean, there's nothing really tangible in studios. I, I, I don't know that I want to think about it. I know, right? I don't know what's going to happen. You're always going to have people, live people, doing radio. Right. It's always going to be the case. Right. Whether they're doing it for 50 stations or they're doing it for one. Right. You're always going to have that because you have to have that. Mm-hmm. But I just I just saw a story yesterday mm-hmm. and a little bit off off topic about a robot mm-hmm. that was delivering food. Okay. Just like a like a Uber Eats or something like yeah. that. It was delivering food and it was just this little robot, but the reason it was on the news is because the little robot was going right through a crime scene. Oh. All these police standing around, and here comes this little robot. <laughs> I got. I have to deliver my food. <laughs> so, you know, if you would have if you would have told me that story five years ago, mm-hmm. said, you're, you're crazy. Right. That's never going to happen. Right. So, what's going to happen next in radio? I know. I don't know. I mean, the changes we have seen. I mean, seriously, when I started traffic, we had a plane and we had paper and pen and we had a phone to call the cops and say, "What do you got?" And now we've got sensors in the roads. There's camp. I know. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. And the cameras, you know me, I used to call the stations and like, hey, I need you to whip that camera around the other way. You don't know who I am. Just turn it the other way. <laughs> we need to see this <laughs> How wreck. Did you get this number? Right. And so, I mean, we've got cameras out there now. We've got all these different like ways and stuff like that, that people look at me of people calling in. But it's radically different. And I don't know about you, but I really miss the plane because when the plane was up, we could say the wreck is in the right lane. Mm-hmm. You're at a solid sit for two miles. Where now it's like, well, I'm looking at this map. It looks slow. So I don't know about you, but I was always really careful to say we have reports of this. It, uh, stay to the left. Uh, expect possible long delays. Right. right? And, and that's, that's great that you brought that up because there are times when our reports seem really vague. Mm-hmm. They are as precise as we can right. or are willing to right. give. And then when I say that, I don't want to tell you, as you mentioned, I don't want to tell you that it's in the right lane, even though it appears like it probably is. Because we don't know. Because I don't know. And so yeah. if you get into the left lane thinking you're going to get around it and you get up there and now you, you can't go anyplace. Oh, yeah. It's, it's You just have to be really careful. And it, you're right. A lot of times it's like, I can't say anything right. But we don't have eyes on it like we used to because we've got all this technology. And I got to tell you, I don't think there's anything better than having real eyes on something, right? Or drones. Right. I am all for drones. Let's get some drones up there. You need to tell Gary to get you guys a KFAB drone. That'd be a blast. Can you imagine? When do I have time to talk to Gary? You're right. He's a busy guy. I will send him an email and suggest the drone. You're welcome. (laughs) So before we wrap up, let's talk about some of the crazy things we have reported on. Oh, my goodness. Now, I will tell you, the southbound 480 curve, do you remember that day we were watching Channel 7, and it was like the first snow, and they were showing like car after car, just like, 
whoop, right off the roadway. We were like, oh, my God. <laughs> so we may sound calm and cool, and we are. We're in a safe place. We're warm drinking coffee, but we get stressed out. Oh, yeah. There are horrible things that happen on the roads. There have been numerous cattle trucks overturned, which I hate. I'm always like, why don't we have a cowboy with a lasso? We live in Nebraska. Exactly. We've actually had that conversation in the studio. Uh Why don't they just get a couple of cowboys out there? How far away could they be? Exactly. So we have those things. We have, you know, and also we should mention that a fire in a building, if it affects traffic, we're going to report on it. You know what I mean? And if it doesn't? I remember we're probably not because right. we're of that limited amount of time. Exactly. In 30 seconds. When they told me I had this show and had to do 30 minutes, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm only used to 30 seconds. How am I going to do this? But obviously I have no problem. So, but yeah. No, you're doing great. Oh, thanks. But I <laughs> mean, you should stay. I think I will. Thank you. But I mean, it's just such an interesting thing, like I said, because every day is something new. And not only is it something new, but it, there are times when, as you said, we sound calm on the air. And we, it's not about being calm or not when the mic goes off. It's more about, I can't believe I wore this bracelet that makes so much noise. I should know better. <laughs> um, it's more about, it's more about when you, many times, I will shut the mic off. And this just happened today. So it's not like in the past, way back when, when mm-hmm. I was new. This happens daily. I'll shut that mic off and I'll say, that was the worst traffic report I have ever given. <laughs> yes, you say that a lot. And I don't know. Maybe the, the listeners don't think so because they're hearing something very different than mm-hmm. what I'm hearing right. from myself. So it is hard. So you do get stressed out. But then it sometimes it is kind of funny. Like I And I think you were there that day. Maybe you're the one that said it. But we were trying to talk about a crash, again, on the JFK. Uh-huh. Between F Street uh-huh. and L Street. Uh-huh. Yep. Say that fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so we do have some fun. <laughs> we do. We do. We do have some fun with it. And then we have those moments where we have to talk about something that is a real problem for you. Mm-hmm. My problem is ladders. Mm-hmm. Because it, I, I've seen the ladders come fly not personally seen them but i've seen the reports i've seen what happens when those ladders come flying off of those cars we had a lady die a couple of years ago from hitting a ladder right so i have to talk about another ladder right and it is so hard to be professional i know it's really maddening it really is but there's nothing we could do and you know what else is maddening it's a lack of seat belts but alas look at the time We got to wrap it up, sadly. Lucy, I could talk to you forever. I know. And this I'm was fun. so glad to see you. And thank you for what you do because we need you. I oh, mean, we really you. do. So you can catch Lucy daily, Monday through Friday, on KFAB in the morning for traffic reports. KGUR in the evenings now or yes, afternoons? Three to seven. Three to seven, Monday. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.